On this week's episode of Into Geek, uh, Chase and I get into uh, a little bit of personal stuff. Uh, we give you our top five movies that helped create our taste. Uh, so sit back, relax, and let's get into it. What's up, fellow geeks? Welcome back to the Into Geek Podcast. On today's show, uh, Chase and I decided to get a little uh, into deep with ourselves as we share uh, the five movies that created our, I guess, personal taste or something, our our movie selves, something like that. Our movie selves? Our movies. Movie... I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't, I'm saying it. I don't know what it means. Uh, so basically what this is is uh, kind of like an explanation as to why we like the bad movies that we like now. Like the reason why I love Scott Pilgrim so much is, is in these five movies and then why Chase loves Heather so much is in these five movies probably. Actually, there is no explanation why Chase loves Heather so much. How do you not like Heather's? Because I, I like good movies. That's how I don't like Heather's. Okay, Christian Slater. <laughs> the man, man, he doesn't do bad movies. So you're saying that Gleam in the Cube is really good? That is very good. <laughs> do he gleams the cube? You know what else is good? Cuffs. Okay, Cuffs. Was Cuffs good. is okay. How, okay, that was I'll the say, worst I'll one say, out of all three of them. It's more, it's more fun than... Uh, Gleam in the Cube is so much fun. Dude, Cuffs is not as bad as Gleam in the Cube. He the saves cube. a day by using a skateboard down a hill. Like that, it, Come on, man. That's the dream. It's so 80s. That was the 80s American Even dream. Rad is in that 80s. Oh, Rad's worse. Now Rad's <laughs> not good. All right, guys. So uh, before we get into our list, we, we had a bunch of runner-ups because we have like we love movies in general. Um, so I'll, I'll go through my quick runner-ups, and then Chase will do his, and then we'll get into our list. Um, I really wanted to add Jean Claude Van Damme to my list because, like, I, I wanted to be him growing up. I thought he was just so cool. I mean, I actually had a mullet when I was growing up. I don't know if it, that's because I was country or because of Jean Claude Van Damme, but it just it fell in line perfectly with Bloodsport and. Uh, and Lionheart, and then uh, I owned Universal Soldier. That was amazing. Uh, and then Time Cop is probably his last, uh, and maybe the Quest, like, like the time, Quest, Time Cop and Quest, or like the the last two, whatever. Uh, and then he, I don't know if his ego took over or whatever. But like so, uh, so he was almost on my list. Uh, RoboCop was also on my list or whatever. It was this really cool, violent, futuristic movie that that was like my first foyer into the um, super heroic style because I saw that before. Uh, Batman, I saw it before uh, Superman, yeah. all that stuff, whatever. So, so, so he, he was my first superhero on screen. Um, Predator is the most testosterone filmed action movie of yes, all time, uh, and so that almost made my list. But uh, I decided to like mix other movies together that I thought kind of got there on its own. Uh, and then Army of Darkness um, is, is another like uh, I think that helped build my my horror love and that it could be funny. Um, but I went with another kind of horror esque movie instead over that. What uh, what you have over there? Uh, on my almost list uh, movies that helped but not got me there. Uh, I had Top Gun. It was like one of the first action movies, like just straight up blockbuster, summer blockbuster. You know, Tom Cruise movie, and everyone loves Tom Cruise. Did, did you anymore, have like but... a, a marathon Tom Cruise run in your house? You were just like Days of Thunder into Top Gun into uh, into. Um... Uh, cocktails. Uh, cocktails is great. What's the one with uh, Tom Cruise in the like Fairyland and, and like Tim Legend? Curry. Legend, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Tim Curry used to give me nightmares. Oh yeah, he was great. Makeup for that. Yeah, it was, awesome. it was awesome makeup. But no, I loved uh, Days of Thunder, which you know got me into other just like summer blockbusters. Uh, another one I had. Uh, this one actually was years later. Was uh, Fight Club because I missed like I got ruined on the Sixth Sense. 
So, like, Fight Club was the, one of the first movies I went into and had the big just twist ending, blew my mind. Still <laughs> finds out. Yeah. Every time I watch it, there's something I notice. Like, I actually, I watched it actually this week, and uh, there's, like, I didn't even notice, like, at the beginning of the movie, like, his car, he talks about a car, like, getting blown up or whatever, and he that's what he does for a living is he does cars and, like, yeah. recalls and stuff. And later in the movie, when he wrecks his car, it's the exact same model and car. Oh, okay. That, yeah, it's like it's like little things like that. Yeah, now that could just that. be an accident. And they were like, "Hey, yeah. let's save some money and just use this." I remember uh, we, me, and a friend watched it when it came out on uh, DVD, and, and on, on DVD we noticed that in the very beginning when he starts to lose his yeah. mind, there's little little pop ups, yeah, a Brad Pitt, of, yeah. a, a, a Brad Pitt yeah. or whatever, and, uh, and and so we thought, "Oh my god, we just like found everything. This is amazing or whatever." And, and I think that, that there's an actual like a, a a shot of a penis at the very end, right? That they like put yeah, in the movie yeah. as well, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, cool. that movie, like, I love, like, those twist any movies. And I got ruined on The Sixth Sense because, like, as I was going in, this fucking douchebag was like, <laughs> so he was dead the whole time? And I was like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, I, like I, I don't enjoy The Sixth Sense as much as everyone else did. And, like, still like it. Like, I don't, I don't like, I like him, Night Shyamalan. He's got a couple good movies. Not a whole bunch, but a couple. But, like, that's, like, I don't really even like ten. that one that much. Just because I was just, I don't have that experience. Speaking of things being ruined, there's a really funny video from forever ago where a guy waited outside of uh, a Barnes & Noble, and the newest Harry Potter book was about to come out. And it was, it, it was like, the last one. And yeah. the guy had somehow gotten it early, and he read it, and he went out there with a megaphone in his car. <laughs> and it was just like, Snape dies, and he was a triple agent. It just, like, it just ruins every spoiler. It's, it, it's... It, it, it's pretty cruel, but it's funny to watch like like a hundred nerds just hearts just break or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that, really that would be awful. <laughs> like I mean, but you got to think like back in the day that must have happened all the time. Like Empire, like because they would have lines, you know, just right out the theater, mm, yeah, and people would be leaving like, so Luke Skywalker's dad is Darth Vader. I mean, like that would you want to kill yourself if someone ruined that too. Too good. Uh, do you have any other runner-ups? Uh, one other one is Steel Magnolias. It's just a chick flick, but I actually like chick flicks. Just a chick it's, flick? It's, I don't know if it's a just a chick flick, but it's just a classic movie. It's well acted. And I mean, like I grew up watching just action movie after action movie after action movie. And I watched it with my mom one time. And I was like, <laughs> I am sensitive inside. <laughs> I have bonded, a sensitive side. Bonded you and your mom so, like, life. Because, you know, like, because of it, like, I'll watch, I love The Devil Wears Prada. And like, you know, these movies like this that are just different than action yeah. and stuff. And it, I mean, I love those movies. Is that Dolly Parton's best role? Or do you think she's had something else? Nine to Five was really good. I was going to ask you. Yeah. She's got that one movie. Bad. I forgot what it's called. with Sylvester Stallone. Does she? Oh, yeah. And it's like on the cover. I just can picture the cover and they're like arm wrestling or something like that. Is that over the top? No, it's not over the Did top. She, <laughs> it, is, it probably she, is over the him. top, but it's not over the top. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, without further ado, we're going to go into our five movies that created our terrible taste in movies. Um, my first one, and all, all of them are done in chronological order, not from when I saw them, just from when they came out. Um, this first movie uh, came out in 39. Um, it basically it created my love for fantasy. Um, it created my, my, my love for um, a group of heroes in a film in general. And, and so it really it, it opened me up to thinking that I too could be in a, in, in, in like a magical world almost, whatever. So it, it was like pre-Harry Potter for me before any of that stuff came out and like folks wanted their letter to Hogwarts. Uh, and that is Wizard of Oz. Um, I, I remember watching this with uh, my mom and my grandmother and my sister 
uh, and just being blown away at all of the things happening on screen. It was all new to me, you know. I had never seen like these. The, the, these it, it was such a, a, a clear line of good and evil, and like who, who was the bad guy and stuff, and like and, uh, the. Wicked Witch getting water on her like she used to give me nightmares. Too. Gave me nightmares, you know. Whatever, I just it was just like so cruel to oh, just. Oh, what a world! What a world! What a world! And she just like burns to death basically on screen. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh my god, is that real? Uh, so what was funny is now like watching as an adult and realizing that she wakes up and just has all the same problems or whatever. Like <laughs> like her her dog is still gonna get put down or whatever. You know? <laughs> it just doesn't matter, you know. But yeah, so uh, that one really. Um, it, so then later on in life when like I watched like in Lord of the Rings and things like that yeah. like I, I I give credit to this as the first thing to really open me up to like a party of characters and like it, it probably gave a lot of leeway to my love of Dungeons and Dragons all types of things or whatever what's your uh, first one my first is in the same category too is 1983's Kroll it's a fantasy adventure and even though like Star Wars which I had seen before is a fantasy I always consider it a little bit more science fiction yeah well, I, I do too Crawl, I mean, it's just, uh, to me, it's more uh, fantasy. And I mean, I just loved it. It was, you know, guy from one kingdom wants to marry a girl from another kingdom. Their baby's going to rule, like, the galaxy. And evil monster comes and takes her. And Is there anybody famous in Crawl? Uh, Liam Neeson. Who does no, he? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Liam Neeson. Sorry. Uh, he plays, like, this one of the guys. It's, you know, like you were saying with the Wizard of Oz, it's a bunch of group of, like, it's, yeah. very, it's pretty much ripped off a lot from Lord of the Rings. I just had no clue at the age of like five <laughs> what Lord of the Rings was. Uh, but it's like a group, and they're all different. One's like a Cyclops and all kinds of stuff. And they go, and they have to like find the bat, main bad guy. But the main bad guy's big thing is his base transports every day. I think it's sad that I've never seen Kroll, but I've seen Beastmaster like See, ten times. And like Because of this movie, yeah. I saw Dragon Slayer, Beastmaster, went and saw Willow. Uh, and like Sonya. yeah, and like I love those fantasy, like not so much science fiction, but just fantasy movies. Legend, Tom Cruise, awesome. <laughs> uh, but uh, and like you know, when Lord never of the Rings story. came out, like I actually never even heard of Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah, and like so I went and saw it, and I loved it. Just because and it all started with this fantasy adventure movie, Crawl, which has like the one of the coolest weapons in a movie. He's got this glaive. Throws it, comes back. I mean, it's almost like uh, where Zena Warrior Princess got her weapon from. I have not. I've never seen Zena. Zena, what? Lucy Lawless. Oh, she's hot, but no, she's lawless. Man, you, are you okay? <laughs> I'm okay. Headbutt. Uh, uh, I mean, I just love the movie. Uh, I grew up watching. I watched it all the time. I had HBO, so I had uh, Showtime. So oh, not shit. as many good movies. Showtime. But uh, good movies, if you know what I mean. Oh, hey, trust me. I had Cinemax, too. We'll get to that in a Shit minute. Shannon <laughs> no, sh- uh, So my second movie uh, goes up to 1975, and this kind of... Is, this is the only movie on the list to change me fundamentally as a person um, and gave me, like, real-life fears that are still with me today, which uh, is Jaws. Um, and I'm sure that that gave everybody fears. Where I, where for a long time, I was afraid of pools. Because I, 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 because I, I thought a shark. So like, anytime that it was like night swimming, I couldn't be anywhere that was beyond like. I gotta see what's in the water. I, yeah, I have to see what's in, like like lakes freak me out, and I know that there's no sharks down there. I'm like, but there's something. It's a out man-made there. lake. There's a shark. There's something in there. Um, and it, it really, it was the first time that I dealt with um, death in a movie. It's the first time that I, I really understood that there's there's fear and there's horror, and I was really shocked and scared, and um, it really opened me up to my love of, of horror movies going forward. Um, 
And not only that, uh, it's, it's still one of my favorite movies overall. Uh, yes, it Spielberg, I mean, it, it's, it's the first like really big blockbuster, you know, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's considered like the first it's, summer blockbuster. It's just, it, it's, it's such a good movie. And, and it also has another cast of characters and uh, like fun group of people, whatever, but you know, it, it's very adult and it's the first one that like, I, I, I understood that are not all, all good people. They're not all like the Tin Man and the Scarecrow, you know, whatever, like it's, so it was the first like human elements that I, I got to deal with and stuff as a kid. Uh, first time that I was ever scared, um, and and I'm still scared of sharks. So <laughs> <laughs> you'll never get over it. I actually saw like today some kind of anniversary, and they were showing uh, the thing on Twitter, and it was like it was like a paper from 1975, uh, and it had like all these people, and it showed like their picture and how many times they saw Jaws in theater. Oh man! And it was crazy. Like I mean, it was like three or four times a lot of them and stuff like that. But like back then, I mean, the, you know, that's still. Yeah, a lot I mean, like I think that if Gone with the Wind had had uh, if, if you go up to date like that in Star Wars, yeah. th- those would have made the most money of all time because of, uh, of the amount of people. But if you, if you don't go off like inflation numbers, then they're just, you know, whatever. But, I mean, you got to go off inflation. There's also, there was That's nothing saying, to yeah. do yeah. other than watch Gone with the Wind back in I mean, folks went and saw Gone with the Wind like uh, an insane It was like a times. nickel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they used to drop off a dollar like I'm here all, every day. every day. Theaters. Yeah, yeah, you could smoke <laughs> in the theaters. Uh, what's your number awesome. two? Uh, my number two is the 1984 raunchy comedy Bachelor Party starring Tom Hanks. Uh, this movie changed me and made me a lot of who I am. I think watching this movie, I realized I was a heterosexual. <laughs> it, <made laughs> it was me one a of the man. first Cinemax movies I saw, like stuff, I had nudity and stuff, so it made me a man, yeah. Uh, but I just love the raunchiness. I think it kind of even, st- it still holds up today. It's just classic, you know, Debauchery. male testosterone kind of stuff. It's just. It's so funny. Tom Hanks, like, it kind of ruined me for Tom Hanks because, like, I saw this movie and I loved it and it's raunchy. And then, like, they're like, hey, he's got another comedy, Big. And Big is not raunchy at all. And, like, I just, I didn't laugh as much as Big. I respect the movie. It's a good story. But, like, it's not nearly as funny as Bachelor Party to me. Big is sexually creepy for other reasons. Yeah. The <laughs> fact that that girl wants to bang him because he, he's, what, like, 13 years yeah, old? Yeah, but she doesn't know he's 13 years old. No, 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 no. At the very end, she, she goes and drops him off and she goes, hey, uh, you know, look me up in five years. Like, bitch, or what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, bitch. Like, sick ass. Yeah. yeah. But, I don't know. I just love the movie. Uh, I don't know. It's... Like, I don't know, it's, the movie's just great to me. It's just, it's hilarious. And, like, I don't know, I grew up kind of wanted to emulate, like, that's how you party with just drugs and <laughs> fire trucks. And, I mean, it was just like, and I don't know, I just love the movie very much. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, like it's, it, it's like your, your hangover. Yeah. Kind of in a way. And, like, because of it, like, out, you know, American Pie and yeah. Porky's and Knocked Up, like, all these movies, some, there's something about Mary. Like, I love those raunchy comedies. And this kind of, I think, Maybe like American Pie was my first foray into that or whatever. I like I was fifteen. It was super awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, <laughs> my my mom took me to go see it. So it, it that was, is awkward. It was my, my my it was me, Paul, and my mom, and it's a packed a packed <laughs> theater. And I can hear my mom being like, <laughs> I was just listening to this. Uh, so um, like Chris Klein's character comes on screen. Um, he's playing football, and my, my mom leans over to me and goes. There's no way that guy's a virgin. <laughs> like God, She's like that boy can get it. Did your mom hang out with uh, Elizabeth Perkins from Big? No doubt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom, <laughs> DTF. <laughs> She's like that dude can call me in three years. Yeah, so, so that that was super creepy, and, and, and that was like one of the first times where I was like. Uh, um, Shannon Elizabeth gets oh my oh god, oh my yeah. god. and it's awkward watching that and being like that that looks great and my, my mom is next to me I'm like oh my god 
come on, man. This is really weird. This is like a, a weird awakening. I have to be here with her. You know, it's awful. So. I felt kind of the same way. I went and saw There's Something About Mary with my mom. And like, m- most of the movie's pretty good, except like the scene where he decides, hey, I'm going to jerk, jerk off before off, the yeah. date. And like, I'm sitting there like kind of covering my face because I want to laugh so hard. Yeah, yeah. But like, I can't. And then like, she grabs, you know, the jizz and puts it in her hair. And then my mom burst into laughing <laughs> so hard. And my mom is like... 30 years older than I am. Your mom's a gym. How dare you? So, yeah. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it was just crazy. Like, I don't know. It's, um, just, it's very embarrassing sometimes. I, I had a moment like that. I, I took a girl I was dating um, to go see Grandma's Boy, and she was very conservative Christian or whatever, and I'm laughing. Oh, by I it. thought you were going to say, like, I jizzed in my hand. No. And <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, like, covering my face the entire time laughing, and she's like, this is just not funny. I'm like, oh, my God. This is it's crazy. like, you want to get high? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so my your next movie, next movie um, is in the '80s, and this is kind of like where things are beginning to come together. Where um, science, this is my first love for science fiction uh, happened, and it also has a mixture of, of, of that group of heroes. It has, you know, it, it's my first real comedy at this point because I think I saw this and I was like oh, 11 or so uh, in, in that range or whatever, yeah. um, and that is Ghostbusters. Uh, it just it opened me up to to knowing that <laughs> there are reluctant heroes and people that, that save the day <laughs> begrudgingly, like don't want to do it. I mean, like Peter Vakeman is, is just hysterical. And, and like, and like, I love that every single character that, that is a ghostbuster um, are funny in their own ways. And, yeah. like, and, and like, it's not the same character. It's not the same notes. Like, like Egon is entirely just like this awkward, this awkward straight man or whatever. Guy. Dan Aykroyd is this like, lovable slob who, who just like <laughs> just continues to just like mess up yeah. whatever and then you have um Winston Zedmore and, and he's almost the like straight man and he's so, like the outsider yeah that so looks at them so he he's the the audience kind of put in yeah. this and, and just needs a job or whatever yeah. you know and just like everybody is cool in their own way super fun um and I still love it today and, and that is kind of like because it, it, it has a little bit of that horror element into it, but it's the first time that I learned that I could laugh at scary stuff, and um, that's why like I went with this over like Evil Dead and, and, uh, and it's, uh, it's Army so Darkness, quotable. whatever. I mean, there's so it many is. It, it, and, and just now watching it as an adult, its script is is so complete. It's it's great. Um, it, ha- it has a full circle of, of yeah. story and everything, and it just it has uh, uh, great callbacks, you know. Um, and it's sad that nowadays people like aren't going to know it, you know. It's like that, like in Back to the Future, like these classics, oh, yeah. And just, and just folks just be like, oh, the, oh, the sequels have kind of hurt Ghostbusters a little bit. But I mean, I'm saying like you know, like a kid today that's like 15 has like no idea. And they, I mean, they don't really want to see it. They're like, oh, the effects. I mean, even though the effects really aren't that bad, fine, yeah. I mean, because it's the 80s, it, yeah. it, it was still top notch, like in practical effects and stuff, yeah. or whatever, but. Very good uh, stuff. Uh, what's it's your twinkie. what? Are, <laughs> what are, what's your third movie? My third movie is the 1985 horror film Flight Night. Uh, this movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and a uh, big reason why because I didn't know much about vampires, so it kind of introduced me to them. Which I, I mean, I love vampires except for like Twilight, but like I like vampires and stuff. But uh, just the idea of like, hey, a vampire moved next door to you. He's hitting on your girlfriend, and he's going to turn <laughs> into a vampire, and like. It's just like I was like six or seven years old, probably about seven years old when I first saw this. I can't believe that, that you're watching that. I mean, it was on like old. HBO, so like you know, back then you what, know, our movies only came out. What Mama Don't Hurt, well, yeah. <laughs> don't know won't hurt. Yeah. Me. So like it came on after ten, I would just stay up and like 
we got really big into horror movies after watching this because yeah. it's just it's so creepy and you got scared. And it was so much fun to watch horror movies back in the day with your friends and you're all sitting there. And had you watched Monster Squad and, and then you're like, oh, this one also has Dracula in it. Oh, <laughs> oh just I mean, watch like, this. And I, I mean, I did, but like, I think I saw it after. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, nobody's Monster, kicking werewolf in the neck. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> it's a completely different movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, totally different. Uh, it was just I don't know the acting train just. It, you know, I don't know. It just it scared the crap out of me. And like, I love vampire movies. Interview with the vampire, and uh, I went and saw Bram Stoker's Dracula, which has the best acting Keanu Reeves yeah, ever did. No doubt, no <laughs> yeah, doubt. but I mean, <laughs> no, it's just so, like I really like vampire stories and stuff. Their, their whole mythology and just like their powers always seem was really kind of yeah, cool and stuff. I mean, and, I mean, like Fright Night, I think is a more grounded level yeah. of horror because. It's 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 almost like invasion, like the body snatchers, where it's this Dracula moving into like a really small remote place, yeah. and he's like slowly uh, building out or whatever. And so it's this fear of, of of not knowing who your neighbor is. So it has that like rear window style fear to it or whatever, yeah. you know. Uh, and, and not only that, I mean, like it has really great practical effects. Um, it does, yeah. Uh, I don't know who plays the the like, vampire hunter. Uh, Chris, I can never say his name right, but Chris Sarandon or Sarandon. Yeah, like that. he's he's like this amazing fake Van Helsing or whatever. Like he's, he's charming. Or you're talking the vampire hunter? Yeah, who yeah. Played, yeah. Oh, we, the we, hunter, we, uh, no, that that guy was the vampire. Uh, I think it's Roddy McDowell or something. Okay, like that. because like he he basically hosts like this like really late night. Horror movie show that you would see on TV, yeah, and like, so and, and so like like any nerd would do that they they think that that that's real at, at that age, and so he goes to him for help or whatever, and, and this guy's like, oh, this is gonna be great, you know, for like you know publicity or whatever yeah. and stuff, and he goes, he's like, holy shit, this is real, yeah, fuck, fuck this, he's you like, know, here's yeah. a plastic steak. Oh yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's hysterical, and, and then and, and it's a great character moment because then he has to like overcome his yeah, fear, exactly, and so and so that's just because back in the day they used to actually write movies or whatever, yeah. you know, so it was just, it's just really great, and it's not just you know random like a jump scares every every five seconds no. or whatever so and then and then it's funny because like his friend who who thinks it's all fun and games and cool gets turned into a vampire, vampire. you know and everything and like yeah so it's it's a really fun movie uh it's i agree it's super scary the the remake was okay um like in colin farrell and yeah. um uh anton yelchin i, I think yeah, it's okay, yeah, whatever. uh and it, it's not as good but 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 i, I think it's fine it, yeah it's, i mean it's fine it's, it's just fine. it's you know, it's a remake. Like you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You're not you're not getting that first experience kind yeah. of thing. So you saw this before Lost Boys, though, right? Uh, yes, okay. I saw this, and like I went and saw. And I love Lost Boys. I yeah. actually think Lost Boys is a better movie. I, I, just, I do too. Uh, I just you know this got me into vampires yeah, and horror And we, I mean, every Friday night, like my friends, we go to my house or someone else, and we just every Friday we'd just written a new horror movie, and we just it'd be like five or six of us, and it's fun, you know, getting that group scare, and you're yeah, getting. I remember stuff. when I was, um, I think in like sixth grade, uh, I was I was home alone. It was Friday the thirteenth, and they, they had a marathon of like, of like, of, of like at the time that there's like eight, eight Jason movies or yeah. something or whatever. And I watched them all, and I was scared the entire time until Put, Manhattan came on. <laughs> Jason takes I Manhattan. Have, I cheered for that boxer so hard, like kick his ass, man! And then, and then eventually his his punches like wear out or whatever, and then he gets his head knocked off and everything. But yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, so like, it, it just I, I I love horror movies. I I love how it makes you feel and stuff or whatever. It's just great. Uh, my fourth, my th- yeah, my, my fourth movie um, kind of builds off of Jaws to some degree, um, and, and my love of science fiction and everything else, and that is uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, it came out in '93. I went and saw it on my birthday. Uh, it, it was, and that's that kind of built my love for the. 
big summer movie. It built my love for being in the theater um, and just the the whole idea of going and experiencing something with people. Like there there is like electricity for really big movies, and I, I think that that's why I, I enjoyed Marvel Avengers like Endgame uh, yeah. so much because it it really replicated those feelings that I had. I mean, like I, I can't really remember going to a film and just I mean. Scott Pilgrim, I enjoyed immensely, but it wasn't like a group enjoyment. It wasn't like you know, it's kind of like when like everybody watches like fireworks together and like yeah. and, and like you're just in awe, you know, together. And so everybody is just paying attention and, and it's, you're watching like a basketball game or something. Yeah, like, you know, for that team. Yeah, really so got emotionally invested. I just remember going to see Jurassic Park and like man, just being scared, being excited, laughing. Um, first time that I really got to understood that there was like a love thing going on with you know like Sam Neill's character and um god what is her name uh Laura Dern yeah uh and then just like uh cheering for the, the guy that was trained the raptors and you know, clever gal and like <laughs> and he gets killed I'm like oh it's so sad and and and, and like I, I I know that you hate the kids I do I wanted to be Tim though I, I wanted to be there I wanted to be like hanging out with Sam Neill like it was just like I wanted to be transported in, into that world because it was so just exciting and scary and everything. And so, like a, a, a lot of my, my my love for movies, this is my first love, and I, I just I went and saw it in like the drive-in. Uh, and it, just, it still holds up. It, its effects are amazing. Yeah. The effects uh, hell holds up. Yeah, it's crazy. It's I mean like and like there's the scene when the two kids are in the uh, jeeps and it's powered down or whatever, and the T Rex head comes in like it hits the glass. Yeah it knocks in the roof and it goes down and hit the kids. So that was an accident. And so, and, and so the kids' faces of like pure fear is real and Spielberg just left it in because it looks so good. So, oh, he had it planned the whole time. Uh, probably. <laughs> maybe. Uh, and, and so it's basically like, like them being able to actually get their hands up in time to like block yeah. the thing from killing them. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I, I just, I, I, I love all of that. I, I think it's just, it's just great. It's a good movie. It's also one of the first movies I think they did the whole surround sound like where you, if you're in the theater and they had something like coming from behind you. To oh, run um, up. THX. Yeah, or whatever. The THX. I think it was like the first movie to do that. Yeah, I mean, like the the whole scene of, of it walking and, and the puddles and stuff, whatever. Yeah. A, a little trick they um they, they tried using using like weight to hit the ground to actually make the uh, water you know, do it or whatever. But uh, what they had to do was put like this um, almost like a piston or something up underneath the uh, 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 cup of water. And they were hitting that to actually have it have it specifically like you know move and stuff whatever yeah. to actually create that that like really like it's like, a, like you know, it's a powerful thing. effect. It is a powerful thing. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts, <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> uh, my next movie is the Transformers the movie, nineteen eighty six cartoon animated film. Not the Michael Bay stuff. This is the only <laughs> good Transformers movie. Uh, I wanted this movie, and it really just changed me just because. Like you were saying earlier, it really, like, it made me, like, I guess go to a movie and, like, it's not everyone's safe. Like, yeah. in the first minute and a half, like, literally, Megatron just blows away, like, half these cartoon characters that you just spent the last two year, two years watching. And I went into it, and, like, I was like, Ironhide, oh, my God, and, like, just blew them away. <laughs> you got one line, Ironhide, and you're dead. And, like, it just, and then they all just, like, have this, it's, like, to me, it's, like, a gigantic war film. And because uh, it a movie's almost nonstop action. It's uh, your like Saving Private Ryan. Yes, it yeah. is. I thought it was your like that was, Norma Deen or whatever. Yeah, like now I watch Saving Private Ryan. I'm, this like, is I'm good. Nothing. This is easy. But like because you're not invested in those guys. But you're I was invested in these cartoon characters. <laughs> I owned all the action figures. Yeah, and I just I like I love it a lot of times when the good guys die. It really shows like how 
I don't know, it makes more of a threat. Like, yeah, it does. That's yes. why um, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, exactly. Fun. So because great. It, it opens up with Thanos killing Loki, and, and it kills Heimdall, beats up Hulk, beats up Thor, and, and then yeah. So and it, then he it, snaps and kills everybody. Yeah. Else, so right. it, 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 yeah. I agree. When when you show value in, in your villain, um, it, it makes them more credible on on screen and everything. Yeah. And so I mean I don't know I just love the movie. The soundtrack's amazing. I love the artwork. It introduced like this whole new bunch of Transformers. Loved Hot Rod. Judd Nelson was awesome. Uh, and I don't know, the villain is cool because they had Megatron in the beginning of the movie and then they bring he dies and they like remake him into Galvatron, who was a cool villain, which then the whole overall vin- villain is Unicron, yeah, 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 voiced Unicron. by Orson Welles. And it's just... Orson Welles. Unicron. Unicron. I don't know, but I just, I don't know. I've, I mean, I, I have like four copies of the movie. Why do you have four copies of this movie? Well, because I have the VHS, the DVD, the Blu ray, and Signed then the 30th. Signed by, by Orson Welles. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I wish, but no, you don't have it. And I have like the 30th anniversary. And like, it's so funny because like they killed all these, you know, Transformers and it changed me so much. But they were like, we just want to sell some more toys, get rid of the old Transformers, bring in the new. I never had the cool Transformers. I had like the really small, like $8 ones, whatever. Like Bumblebee was real easy. It was like two moves and he. Did you have any of the super complex ones? I had, uh, I had actually some really good ones. I had Megatron that was like. Turned into a gun. Yeah, turned into an actual gun. Yeah. (laughs) Like it was heavy. I had Soundwave. Yeah. I had Optimus Prime, Rhinomus Prime. Uh, I had one of the, I had the blue airplane, like Starscream okay. was the other guy. I didn't have any, any of the planes. I, uh, I, I, I literally, I, I had the cool. Jeep, the green Jeep, uh, side swipe. I, I had him, and that's why, like, uh, during the cartoon, Bumblebee and him were, were my, like, two favorites or whatever. Yeah. I had a friend, um, my cousin had Optimus Prime's entire, like, his, his trailer yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's what whatever. I had. Yeah. He had all the stuff, whatever. And so uh, when G.I. Joe became a thing, that was more accessible for me because it, they were cheaper. Cheap, they were cheaper. Like, they were cheaper. like, like four or five dollars. Yeah, I think it's funny that when they, they first started out, I think it, there's just like six of them. And uh, Snake Eyes is one of the six, yeah. but they didn't have money to color everybody. So they, they literally took all the color out of Snake Eyes and just and it's made, made like a, 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 black, a, a, a ninja or whatever yeah. and he was the highest selling one because of how he looked and everybody thought he, he was going to be like nothing or whatever oh yeah and I had stuff. tons of G.I. Joe's love so. Snake Eyes it was amazing uh, I was going to say something to you now I like, totally forgot there I don't know it's, it's um, gone I, I think I think Transformers um, it's the only good one too by the way the other Michael Bay's movies are so bad um, it, it gave me maybe my, my love of cartoons I yeah, I mean, like I remember there was like a little home video place that was right by my house, and like every at least once a year for literally like ten years, like I would always every year. Is that Black Lodge? No, it's called Renaflick. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. So my final movie is this culmination of Wizard of Oz, Jaws, uh, Ghostbusters, and Jurassic Park, and that is The Matrix in 1999. This is like the first time. That I saw a movie as a young adult. I think I was 16 when this came out, and it changed my mind. I didn't know film could be this way. Like, like this is the first one that I saw, and it opened me up to everything about filmmaking, about about like how about writing, characters, how to like do do scenes properly, action. Um, it was like the first time that I, I noticed. Special effects, you know. So, so it's like, it's like I saw Jurassic Park, and I thought it was it was real because I was uh, I was a little I was like a dumb baby or whatever. <laughs> and this is the first time that like I really wanted to know how they 
did all those shots in terms of him like you know falling back and dodging like all the bullets and like it just it changed cinema um and it just it showed that kind of it just it was just, just so many things and and so 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 like this kind of became like my the movie that made me th- maybe want to look more into the film as I'm watching it, trying to see if there's if there's um, deeper meanings, levels, who, um, who the bad guys are, you know. So it was the first like adult film that I saw that um, kind of like made me understood how how stories supposed to go. And so it's not always just black and white, you know. Like you know, these are the good guys, or these are the bad guys, or whatever and stuff. So uh, and then like in Keanu Reeves, you know, with it's from. I, I don't think he'd really done anything. Um, I mean, he's done some action. He was speed. Well, that's like what I'm that. saying. But I mean, like, because like he did, you know, uh, Dracula. Um, Dracula, yeah. look out, bro. And, uh, <laughs> he did that. And into Point Break, which is the exact same character. Uh, <laughs> but it fits in it Point fits Break. It fits in Point Break, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, Patrick Swayze. Huh? Um, so like, and he did that with Gary Busey, which is crazy to me. Uh, yeah. this is before, Utah, give me two. This is before Busey got insane. Yeah. And, then, and then he did Speed. And Johnny Mnemonic, <laughs> yeah, and, and, he, and he did, he did, he did, he did films like that that really dropped him, yeah. on the scale. And then he did Matrix because Will Smith uh, dropped out of it because, like, you know, he didn't like really like understand it or whatever and stuff. Uh, also, I, I think Sean Connery was supposed to be Morpheus, Morpheus yeah. and he also dropped out of it. Uh, and he dropped out of a bunch of stuff. He did uh, that one and and Lord of the Rings, and that's why he took the role for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because he didn't understand Lord of the Rings or that one. But they're both just ginormous hits. So so he was just like, oh, I guess I'll guess I'll do this one then. And and then it failed. He was like, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this <laughs> yeah. shit. So uh, and 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 then I mean, Ken Reeves has really been able to just coast, do whatever he wants now. Coast yeah. off after Matrix because like you know I mean like he didn't really do anything great after that. And and then he did John Wick and and, yeah, and that like back on top that also relaunched his career so so he did like Young Bloods uh, as like the the goalie in the eighties or whatever yeah. and then he kind of did that into Dracula into Point Break and those things and then he failed and then he he did in Matrix and then he basically did a bunch of cheesy rom com I mean, yeah, stuff a couple of or whatever those. you know and then he kind of just left again and then he came back and he did um, a, a few a few kind of cool movies yeah he did Devil's Advocate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, I, I mean, I like that. Advocate might have been his last hit until John Wick. Oof. I, mean, I don't. Did that? When did Advocate come out? Uh, it had Charlize Theron, right? Yeah, as as his girlfriend. Uh, I don't know, like two thousand what? Like that was like one of her first. Two thousand five, maybe two thousand six. It actually uh, ninety seven came out before the Matrix. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Time is linear. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Right. Okay, before he did Devil's Advocate, which I do like his movie. The movies he did right before that, between Speed, I like to wear are, are not very good. It's yeah. like Feeling Minnesota, Chain Reaction, which was not good. Chain Reaction, A wow. Walk in the Cloud. Ooh. And then he does The Matrix, and he does like a horror movie, uh, The Watcher. I don't remember that. It's it's a uh, kind of, and then he did a comedy Hardball, which is actually a cute Hardball. little. Eh, I, it's cute, yeah. but then he went back and doing more Ducks. Matrix movies, and then he. He did the superhero Constantine movie. And oh, he, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, mean, then, I, mean, I mean, it wasn't like a big hit, but yeah. And then he did, what, The Day the Earth Stood, stood Still. That was not a big hit. I hated that movie. That was a huge flop. Flop. But then, like, yeah, he chilled for a while. And then John Wick, pretty much. Yeah. And then and now he's back to, like, now he's doing Bill and Ted 2. Or, or Bill three, 3. 3, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, so Matrix, um, uh, I, I totally accredit that to my... Um, 
opened me up to my love of film. Uh, my, 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 my adult love of film. Toward, toward, I began to take it more seriously, I guess, as opposed to just like something to just uh, turn my brain off and watch and stuff. Yeah. Speaking of turn your brain off and watch, <laughs> my next film is the 1988 movie Bloodsport. And it opened me up to Jean-Claude Van Damme, but it opened me up to a different kind of action movie in a way. Just because like you see Predator and Alien stuff, and it's just big guns, big guys blowing stuff up. And this was more like about the fighting. And I hadn't watched like uh, Bruce Lee or anything at that time. And I've always, I hated Chuck Norris. He just, he looked like I could kick his ass. And I was like 12 or eight or something like that. <laughs> but uh, so like I watched this movie Bloodsport and it just, I, I loved it. I love Jean-Claude Van Damme, his fighting style, the way it is this captured on camera. Like, I don't know, it loves me, it got me a love for martial arts, and that's what, like, I love The Matrix, and it all started with Jean-Claude Van Damme doing his little spin kicks, yeah. and he was the first guy who ever did the split side. Spread. <laughs> yeah, the spread. <laughs> I mean, that was the coolest thing, and, like, because of it, like, no one had really ever heard of him at the time and stuff. Like, I went to a friend's birthday party, and we were all, like, one of them was, like, I'm Arnold from Predator, and I'm this guy, and this guy, and I was, like, I'm Jean-Claude Van Damme, and they had no clue who he was, <laughs> and now, you know, he ends up being a huge movie star, but like he did Kickboxer, Bloodsport, like all the movies you were saying earlier Cyborg. and stuff. Double uh, Impact. That's twice the Van Damme, baby. <laughs> uh, but like I just, like I loved him. He was great. And then he became, like find out he's an asshole and, and probably a drug user and stuff, but <laughs> I don't really watch him anymore. But like, I don't know, that action movie of introducing me to martial arts and everything was... Lion yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just, I don't know. I love martial arts. Like that fighting style, it's just so great. And this Bloodsport was like the first movie I saw. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like, you can see, like, like The Matrix, I think, saved American martial arts films because it, it filmed it more like how it's done in like Japan and China and everything, whatever, where it's faster paced and it's almost like a, like a dance, yeah. you know, choreography. Van Damme, Steven Seagal, those guys were like. See, I hated Steven Seagal. But too. all those fight scenes are like, are like one like super punch. It's really slow, and they're like, ah! <laughs> and then it's like these blocks. And like even like Van Damme talked about how when when, when they would film, it would be like very slow, deliberate kicks that looked really good. But but like he would say that that like in a real fight, it, it, it's, it's, it's way it's more way faster, bad pace yeah. or whatever and stuff. So I'm I'm glad that like we we've gotten to where they like, also you know, Matrix was like, hey, you know what? How about we just not let them fight one at a time? How about we just send everybody <laughs> and let them just fight all four guys at the same yeah. time? And that was really I mean, cool. like if, if you look at a movie like you know Raid Redemption or whatever, like, yeah. you know, it, it you can tell that like at that point is like almost the apex of like martial arts where he's fighting like four or five guys, he's throwing people through walls, he's so it's just super brutal, violent, or whatever. And then, like, you know, you got things like, you know, the Born Ultimatums and stuff, but those, like, shaky cams, you can't tell what the hell's going yeah. on. It's dark. You know, they that they break the plane of, of view and stuff. It's, it's weird. It's not, it's not filmed correctly. It's, it's fun and it looks exciting, but you can't tell what the hell's going on. Um, and then, like, John Wick, I think, is another one that it came out. And you can tell, like, it's not, like... Super young, even like fast taken. I mean, you get to see yeah, Liam yeah, Neeson. Yeah. This guy's it, fifty some years old, kicking ass. It's more like intelligent uh, combat because, like, you know, he's like hitting people in the throat and doing things yeah. or whatever. So it's not like Jackie Chan style stuff or whatever. Where and he's I mean, running it's, walls. It's and not stuff. just like, hey, I'm going to hit you once and then you're knocked out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's multiple hits, multiple quick things. I'm yeah, disarming you. I mean, I mean, even um, um, uh, Daredevil. As well, yeah. like, like it has a bunch of like re really fun fights. The TV stuff, show, whatever. not the Ben Affleck. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm talking about Ben Affleck. <laughs> You're talking about Ben Affleck. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So, uh, so, so, yeah, guys. So, so my favorite. My, 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 These are not our not favorite, favorite movies. Let's get that. The, the movies that made me, yeah. I guess, uh, Wizard of Oz, 
Jaws, Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park into the Matrix, and, and like those those create this this amalgam of what I now expect from films and, and what what I look for in movies, I guess. Yeah, and mine are Kroll, uh, Bachelor Party, Transformers the movie, uh, Fright Night, and Bloodsport. Like these all like. I don't know. These all made me like the movies I kind of like and stuff like that. They're all just different kinds of movies, but the genres, it introduced me to so many things that that's why I love movies and stuff. Yeah, it, it was really hard because like... There's I, so many movies you want to put on this so list. There's so many movies and I had to pick some that were, that kind of combined some stuff, you know, whatever, yeah. that had that like Disney-esque feeling, which is why like I went with like Wizard of Oz and stuff because like I really liked Aladdin and like a few of those oh, movies yeah. or whatever. And, I mean, there's like, I grew up watching Indiana Jones and I love Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I yeah. just, but, but I, I had to pick them based on when I saw them as well. Yeah, that was a big thing You know, for me because too. like, like I love John Carpenter's the thing, but I didn't see until I was like 25 or so. And so I couldn't pick that because I'd already seen the movies and that's why I, I liked it so much. So yeah. like, you know, so it was, it's hard to do guys. So, so, so you put y'all's movies in the comments. Let us know what movies made y'all how you were. Don't cheat and just pick great movies or whatever. Yeah, right. Like but I'm oh. also, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'd put Star Wars on this <laughs> yeah, list. Okay. It Castle Blanca, yeah. you know, <laughs> I was eight when I saw Castle Blanca. Changed my life. Uh, I mean, I, I actually, I, I, Mary Poppins like like crossed my my mind here and there See, or whatever. I wonder I, if I there's like some, it enough. I wonder if there's like some cool stories where like it maybe didn't change the way you saw movies, but like you saw Good Will Hunting. Like someone was like, I want to be smart, and they just studied <laughs> all ones. Or like it's like it's like a uh, uh, Beautiful Mind or whatever. They just like, like, the, like I wanted movies. to put Cocktail on here just because like I saw that movie and then also the show Cheers and I was like, I, I want to be a bartender. And I grew up and I became a bartender. <laughs> I lived the dream. But like it didn't change my movie taste. It, I mean I can be whatever I want to be. Yeah, I can be whatever Thanks, I want. Thanks, Brian Flanagan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the flugel binder. It is. Uh guys, all right. So uh that's our episode. Uh but look for this month. We we messed up. Oh god, I, I I messed up. This was supposed to have been last week, um, but I didn't get the uh, microphones on correctly, so it didn't happen. Uh, so we, we we missed a week, unfortunately. But uh, next week's going to be our first um, TV watch thon. So so like you know, with Game of Thrones being gone and Westworld's gone and things like that, whatever. There's a new show coming out on HBO called um, Lovecraft Country, and it's it's based in that like gothic horror. Uh, Cthulhu style stuff and it looks very interesting because I think that they're mixing race stuff in there as well and so I think it could be really good first episode we're kind of doing like he knows a little bit about it I'm actually going in blind hadn't watched anything about it or read anything about it yeah so it's going to have two different kind of perspectives of you know, so I, help I, you out. I figure we'll we'll talk a little bit about that every episode going forward maybe like five minutes or yeah. so you know, just like recap it and, 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 and like you know, get like like where it's going and I figure if we if we both like the show yeah. uh, we can maybe read the book um, I didn't even know it was about Yeah, that also came out. <laughs> and then we could do like a what's the like your difference okay. and stuff or whatever. That's a good idea. Like, you know, it would be kind of fun. Besides that, uh, it's all we're also leaning into uh, fantasy football season. Uh, Chase and I have been playing for like a decade now. Um, and we are going to have a whole episode on how how to fantasy football, I yeah, guess, or whatever. To, we're going to help you. You don't have to buy the magazines and do the work. We'll yeah. give you. We'll get you through. The, we'll give the you draft. really, really average tips. It'd be, yes. it'd be great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So basically, like, if you're entirely new to fantasy, if you want to get into it, if you're not sure who opted in and who's still playing, we'll give you that information. Yeah. We'll we'll give it to you slow, so like you know it doesn't like overload your mind. And we will teach you like a couple of like good drafting techniques yes. and stuff and tricks to like you get through the season about like it would like waiver wires and, and everything else or whatever. Um, who to target and drafts. Yes. 
Uh, and then we'll also be doing our first ever movie game, uh, and that will be Elevator Pitch. Uh, we'll do that um, actually the last day of the month. We'll actually, after we do our fantasy football draft, uh, so we might be a little drunk <laughs> when, when <laughs> yeah, that true. comes that's on true. or whatever. Uh, so basically, that'll be a game where uh, Chase and I try to create movies on, on the fly, and the person who uses the least amount of, of, of help and tips uh, gets more points, I guess, okay. whatever. And we'll, we'll just like figure out, uh, uh, maybe we'll have a guest. Who knows? Yeah, but, hey, you might want to see one of our movies. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, that movie that sounds, sounds awesome. Sounds, oh my God, Tom Cruise. We and- do date these episodes and don't steal our ideas. <laughs> Jean-Claude and, and Keanu as Dracula's brothers. This is amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With a time machine. It's going to combine all Warner Brothers products. It's going to be really good, yeah. All right, guys. uh, Thank you so much. Uh, As always, don't be afraid to get into it. Until next time. See ya.